It's a Northwest Lifestyle Weekend on Como News. Now it's time for IRG's Health Talk, tackling health issues that slow you down on and off the field. Dr. Andrews, thanks for joining us today. Keep these kids on the playing field and out of the operating room. Jamie, welcome to you and your wife, Karen, and the Moyer Foundation. Thanks for having me on today, Shannon. Get the full story on causes, treatments, and more from the region's leading healthcare experts. Dr. Gayeth, what are some common hand injuries? The most common hand and wrist injuries I see in golfers. Dr. Kotze, let's talk about the elbow. Children usually get an elbow fracture. Dr. Barrett, how long does a typical knee replacement last? We expect 15 years. IRG's Health Talk is brought to you by Integrated Rehabilitation Group with 34 physical and hand therapy clinics throughout the Pacific Northwest. What are these Olympic gymnasts going through right now? (laughs) They're going through a lot of tough workouts. This is it. Here are your hosts, Tom Hudler and Shannon O'Kelly, physical therapist and president of Integrated Rehabilitation Group. Thanks once again for joining us, along with Shannon O'Kelly, Tom Hutler here. We just heard from Angela Hauser as we talked about Parkinson's disease. And our next guest is Mariam Ali, a social worker on behalf of Parkinson's disease and advocate of the World Parkinson Coalition. And, of course, the daughter of the late Muhammad Ali. And she's going to be continuing our theme of Parkinson's, Shannon. That's right, Tom. She is very involved having her dad experience this disease. So she's a real advocate talking about this huge international event occurring in Portland in September here. We'll tell you more about that in a moment. Right now, let's hear Shannon O'Kelly and Miriam Ali. Miriam Ali, welcome. How are you today? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? I, I am doing great. First of all, let me start off by saying my condolences to you and your family, the loss of your father, Muhammad Ali. In my opinion, probably the greatest sports figure and just human being uh, recognizable around the world and did so much for everybody that he touched. And part of what we're going to talk about today is is we all know that Muhammad Ali suffered from Parkinson's, and you're quite involved in that. But tell us a little bit about growing up with your father, Muhammad Ali. Well, I, you know, it's it's, uh, it's a roller coaster ride. You know, he was a very famous person, a controversial person. Um, you know, very uh, extroverted and gregarious, and he stood for a lot of things. So, I mean, I saw a lot growing up. You know, a lot of people around us at all times. He loves people. And uh, it was, it was as a child, it was a very interesting childhood to watch him because I was born in 1968. So uh, I was born at the time he was in exile from boxing, and he, he was, you know, trying to wait on his uh, Supreme Court appeal to return to boxing uh, for refusing to... Uh, go to Vietnam. So, you know, I, I, I saw a lot of things and, and, you know, just a dynamic person, you know, a, a great father as well. You know, he took the time to really be close to his children, even though he traveled the world and we had to share him. Um, he, he, you know, I, we had very special time with him just as, as, you know, between father and child. I have not, he has nine children. I'm the eldest of nine children. So he had his work cut out for him. Yeah, absolutely. Eldest nine children. You have a lot of responsibility as the eldest daughter of of, of, of eight siblings. But as a young girl, tell us, um, you were very influenced by your father. I think uh, the story goes that he asked you, what do you want to do when you grow up? And you said you want to help people. And you've been helping people all your life. Tell us your activity of helping people. Yeah. Well, I, I got into social work, and I and I got into the area of gang prevention um, and youth development, you know, juvenile delinquency prevention. Well, I've been doing that for about 15 years. So now I'm, you know, working on my own program I'll be raising money for soon. So, you know, I've always, I, I, you know, being the eldest of nine, I think, and also the way my father gravitated towards young people, 
um, I think that had a lot to do with me going in the direction that I went in. But I've always just wanted to, I used to want to be a doctor, but the, the sight of blood made me faint, so that, that went out the window. Um, but, yeah, I've been in just, just working with youth um, is really important to me. So that's what I've been doing since, you know, I've always wanted to help people since I was little. Yeah, helping people, but also you're an author. You also uh, wrote a book yeah. or co-authored a book. Tell us about the book. Yeah, I wrote a book in 2003. At the time, I was uh, in college working at a daycare, and I would read books to kids. Sometimes I would change the words to prevent them from falling asleep. And I said, wow, I have a knack for children's writing. And I and I babysat this little boy who I took to see an Ollie documentary, and he said something in the movie that made me want to write a children's book about my father. Um, my father was talking about a fight in Zaire, Africa, and he said how he had to train special he wrestled with an alligator, tussled with a whale, handcuffed lightning, put thunder in jail. And my father did this rhyme about how he trained for Africa. And the little boy left the movie theater and says, Miss Maymay, he called me by my nickname. He goes, Miss Maymay, your dad wrestled with an alligator? And so he took my father's poem seriously. And I said, wow, would it be a cool book to write the story of Muhammad Ali to inspire children and then have his poetry in there as kind of like tall tales for kids and illustrate those uh, poems. So, yeah, I did that back in 2003, though. It's called I Shook Up the World, The Incredible Life of Muhammad Ali. It's, it's you, know, you probably find it on Amazon now, but it's, it's pretty old now, <laughs> over 10 years ago. Miriam, you've been really busy. We talked about uh, you being an author and then being involved in youth and gang awareness. You also are quite involved in Parkinson's, and uh, as we mentioned earlier in the interview, we all know Muhammad Ali suffered from Parkinson's. Uh, how old were you when he was diagnosed? I was, uh, how old was I? I know it was like in the 80s. You know, it was my father's diagnosis, he was misdiagnosed for seven years. So he got the, you know, he had the symptoms before he got the, the final diagnosis, which was the correct one. So he was misdiagnosed between seven and ten years. He really was. It was that long. And that's that's very common for someone uh, with Parkinson's, which is you know, why I'm talking to you today, I mean, you know, I, I'm involved in Parkinson's um, research, uh, trying to advocate for research for Parkinson's, uh, help people understand that they can improve their quality of life with Parkinson's. My father didn't have, you know, events like the one I'm going to soon. It's the fourth World Parkinson's Congress, um, September 20th through 23rd at the Oregon Convention Center in Portland, Oregon. And, it, you know, my father didn't have events like that back when he was diagnosed in the 80s. But now people can go to events such as this, and it's a really unique form that is going to enable networking and learning for people with PD. They can learn from uh, the professionals, neurologists, healthcare professionals, but, but more importantly, those professionals can also learn from the people with Parkinson's and exchange great information. And there's nothing like this in the world where... You know, thousands of people are getting together, different disciplines, and learning from each other. Um, and, I, and I wish my father years ago had something like that. However, he did benefit from, you know, a lot of the therapies and, you know, the, the new medicines. And he lived with Parkinson's for a very long time. I mean, he died at 74 and a half, and, um, you know, he had he lived with Parkinson's for over 30 years. Some people don't even live that long because he really took the opportunity to understand his disease. And so I encourage anyone with Parkinson's who may think they have Parkinson's um, to really understand, you know, try to understand the disease because it's a disease you can live well with. 
but you have to know how to do that. And this event in Portland on September 20th through 24th is all about getting people with Parkinson's to mingle with healthcare providers, whether it's neuroscientists, neurologists, and just other providers that care for folks and families with Parkinson's. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I this is this in the event, you know, only happens every three years. Um, I think it was overseas. I know it was in Montreal one time. It's going to be in Japan after at least after the, after Portland, and it won't be back to the U.S. for another nine years. So. Um, it's a, it'd be really wise to try to get down there. And, you know, if you can't, you know, get down to this event, just find an organization, go online. There's so much information online now that's excellent about Parkinson's, the research, you know, health tips for people, what kind of doctors that they really need to be going to. If you have Parkinson's, you should have a movement disorder specialist. This is very important information because many people that have Parkinson's only have a general neurologist. And that really isn't sufficient. You need a neurologist that has two additional years of training in movement disorders. And so many people are not getting the care they need because they're not with a neurologist that is also a movement disorder specialist. So that, that's something that's really important. Um, so, yeah, if you can't make it, just get involved in the Parkinson's community. There's support groups and, you know, who better to learn from than other people that, that may be further along than you are that did know what you can expect or how you can tap into um, new therapy. So, yes, this this is the Fourth World Parkinson's Congress. It's, you know, it's a great, great event and very unique to many others. I just want to echo your comment about movement specialist. As a physical therapist, uh, Parkinson's and the treatment of Parkinson's uh, patients is really in our wheelhouse. That's what we do. We teach right. people how to move. And because Parkinson's kind of freezes them up, uh, they have a little right. bit of a gait disorder. And your father did great. I'll never forget him coming out and uh, lighting the Olympic torch in Atlanta. That was yes. uh, what a great experience for the country and I'm sure for your family. Tell us, though, and our listeners, you talked about your father being misdiagnosed for seven years. What were, yeah. the, what were the misdiagnoses and why? Well, they were saying it was a Parkinson's syndrome. They said this looks like Parkinson's, but it's not going to progress. It'll stop right where it is. Um, and so I know that was in the mid eighties and his diagnosis didn't come to like 90, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, so, so he was seeing the progression, but the doctors, you know, they were saying you have syndrome. And I think that's because since he was young, young onset Parkinson's wasn't as prevalent then, believe it or not. And, uh, and they thought, well, this is just, you know, something from boxing and, and they didn't know any other boxers that had a Parkinson's, but I think because of his age and because some boxers have slurred speech and things that mimic Parkinson's somewhat, they thought that's what it was and not the actual Parkinson's disease. So they were saying Parkinson's syndrome and that it would not progress. And top doctors were saying that up until like 1990, 1989, 1990, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. so he, he didn't have the, you know, he wasn't, he was on, you know, um, a Parkinson's medication. They did put him on um, levodopa, um, the main medication for Parkinson's, but no other therapies, no, nothing else. He didn't have anything else like like that. Um, luckily, his Parkinson's was a slow-progressing Parkinson's. You know, everyone's Parkinson's isn't the same. Some people, they progress very fast. Um, but his did progress slowly. 
over the years. So it, it, it got worse slowly. So I guess it made it harder to diagnose. But, you know, like I said, when people don't have the right kind of neurologist, they're misdiagnosed even to this day. Um, there's too many people misdiagnosed even now because they just don't know where to go. And sometimes I think they're trying to come up with the online uh, where you can kind of interact with doctors if there's not a movement disorder specialist in your state. I think they're trying to come up with something. They're testing, doing some research on doing things via the Internet, like live online with doctors, which mm-hmm. I think would be interesting. But, um, yeah, it's really important to make it to events and, you know, get connected with the Parkinson's organization near you, a support group. You can go online and look for support groups. Your life totally changes when you understand the disease. It really can. And I just want to mention the website, if I if I can, um, www.wpc2016.org. That stands for World Parkinson's Congress, wpc2016.org. Please, everyone, go to this website and check out um, check out the event that's coming up in September. If you can't make it there, maybe you can go online and you can get some benefits from seeing what they do. Well, absolutely. Again, Miriam, thank you for your information and thank you for your involvement. Uh, Parkinson's is, is a, a disease that affects a lot of people. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. What a great advocate on behalf of Parkinson's disease. That is Mariam Ali. And we want to talk about this uh, Oregon Convention Center coalition coming up in uh, later this month. It is now September, September 20th through 24th, Shannon. Yeah, about 4,000 people attending all over the world, international neurologists, people that are affected by Parkinson's. Huge event, a lot of information, a lot of great research being done. If you'd like more information on the World Parkinson Congress, go to WPC2016.org or go to IRGPT.com and click on the Health Experts tab.